0: Hello, I'm Kristen McDonald, and welcome to the show. Special Olympics Southern California has been changing lives through the power of sport for over 40 years. Those with intellectual disabilities can participate in year-round sports and competitions. And today I'm delighted to have the Assistant Vice President of the Southern California Chapter joining us. Kelly Kloping will tell you that the Special Olympics is the world's largest sports organization. And Kelly has been with Special Olympics for approximately 12 years, and she has earned her stripes by working around the globe. She's traveled with Special Olympics to and various positions to Japan, Greece, Ireland, and the list goes on. <laughs> and her stories, uh, you know, with these athletes and behind the scenes really inspired me, so I'm sure they will inspire you. Kelly is also a former uh, president of Women in Communications of the Madison Wisconsin chapter and she has a list of other credentials so many that I couldn't possibly enumerate all of them so how are you Kelly I'm delighted to have you with us today
1: Oh, I'm great thanks for having me it's
0: our it's our pleasure so I wanted to ask you as we start what is an intellectual disability
1: Well, really, it's a great question, because I think before I even answer that, it it definitely causes um, confusion with folks who want to support us um, in that it's Paralympics versus Special Olympics versus the traditional Olympics. And um, we serve individuals with intellectual disabilities, meaning uh, what used to be called mental retardation. Certainly, we've moved away from that verbiage uh, into the intellectual disability uh, text, but um, basically... If you were to, to look at our athletes, um, most of them uh, is just a slower learning capability, and we hate to say disability because we know that they have a lot of abilities that absolutely uh, that must, do not. So, um, intellectual disability uh, really is the um, uh, term that we use in the athletes that we serve.
0: Okay, I mean that's so impressive because I mean I've like most people met met. Uh, Met people who have had that kind of a, a challenge in life, and mm-hmm. it's just so impressive to think of someone going out there and. Com- I mean, just first of all, getting dressed in the morning is a challenge when you're you have you're mentally retarded. Sure. I mean, yeah. what inspires these these people who compete? Does it start with the families? You said you have lots of coaching at Special Olympics.
1: You know it, it, that's a great question because I, I, you know, they they are just like any other human being on this earth. We all have different needs, we all have different talents, we all have different strengths, and you know, our athletes, um, I think, are really beginning to understand that Special Olympics is more than just sports. Um, obviously, our mission is to uh, really allow athletes to expand their skills and their abilities in in a lot of different sports, and we could talk about that a little bit later, but. Um, you know, we also offer athletes the ability to train um, in speaking. They can, they can join our athlete leadership program and be put in the spotlight, not only in the playing field and sports, but also uh, in front of uh, clubs and organizations in the public or in front of the media to do interviews. Uh, you know, that's the product that we work for is the Special Olympics athlete. And they should be the ones really that are allowed to help us make decisions on how to uh, effectively run our organization and also to represent us in the community so we're so much more than just sports and i, I think um it, it's more training for life is what i love to call our organization we yeah it's like a life.
0: dale carnegie course for yes for people yes. with disabilities i mean that's really amazing i mean let's talk about some of the benefits that that one gains from being in a competition like this self-confidence i mean
1: definitely you know it, it, again it's it's not only um, a matter of being able to, you know, first and foremost, expand your skills in a sport, whatever sport it is you choose. You mm-hmm. know, some all the athletes can choose three, four sports a year to train in. So it's a year-round organization, and I think that's what makes it most impressive. Um, I think secondly, as you said, a spinoff of that is athletes really are increasing their self-esteem, their self-confidence. Their ability to even just interact with others. Yes. Uh, there's there's athletes that I have met all over the world. I can think of a Special Olympics Illinois athlete never spoke a word. Kristen never spoke a word until she started playing golf in Special Olympics. All of and she always writ, wrote. Everything was written. Handwritten, oh my goodness. She wanted to speak. Goodness. All of a sudden, she started speaking one day, and it was it was all because of Special Olympics golf. She literally. Now she talks all the time. I mean, it's just, it's incredible the stories that we hear from families who said, you know, you, you don't understand the difference that your organization has made in our athlete, in our family, et cetera, et cetera.
0: That is so incredible. I mean, that's what really, uh, you know, makes me uh, wonder. I mean, how do the families get them from, from their living room to your office, you know, with the understanding that they're going to compete? I mean, they, they really have that capability to
1: understand how it all works? Well, you know, definitely that's part of my job in Mm -hmm. public relations is to get the word out there. And it's not an easy job, um, especially in Southern California. You know, a vast population, vast geographic region. Um, We certainly uh, have in our strategic plan uh, that we are going to work on uh, a much better, uh, I guess, strategic approach in getting more athletes in our program. Um, I know you and I have talked before. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of individuals out there with intellectual disabilities who who they may know who we are or maybe they don't, but they really don't understand what we have to offer. And I think right. once you get someone to a competition and they can see what happens, uh, not just a bunch of sports being played and people with pom-poms in the crowd. I mean, it's it's a, it's a an interaction that really is unbelievable. You have to see it. But once they see it, I think it's life-changing. So really I our goal is to make sure that we, we get people to – our events to see this happen,
0: and I love the fact you know in the fact sheet it talks about acceptance you know because it, it really is accepting people I- universally you know because we all yeah. we're all the same you know everyone just has a different challenge in life and I think it's just really beautiful to raise awareness you know what your organization does you know and, I, and
1: you know another another fun fact to share is I, you know you tend to um, there's a lot of jobs in society that. Uh, We need need the jobs. We need the the people greeting at Walmart as you walk in. We need the people bagging your groceries. We need the people grabbing the carts out in the parking lot. And more often than not, we have a lot of athletes that uh, work in positions, um, might be like that or might be, you know, whatever the position might be, our athletes definitely um, are able to work. And I think Special Olympics opens their eyes, too, to the fact that they can, they can do it. They've got the self-confidence. They can do it. And now more and more and more you're seeing our athletes finding jobs and being able to serve in society just like all of us do. And, um, I, again, it, it's really a training for life.
0: That's so great. Now let's talk about some of the different sports that they do compete in.
1: sure. Sure. Well, we're super excited. Um, Obviously, our mission is is all about the sports side, and we are very excited because coming up here in just a few weeks is our um, Special Olympics Summer Games Championship, and that's taking place June 9th and 10th here in uh, Long Beach. That is so terrific. Yes, and at that event alone, um, we are featuring six sports, and we actually offer uh, a total of 12 sports. Here in um, our chapter, at everything from aquatics, which is swimming, to track and field, basketball, bocce, golf, gymnastics. Uh, If you go to the fall and winter season, which we have our our state championship uh, games held in December in Fountain Valley, that's going to feature the six sports of bowling, floor hockey, soccer, softball, tennis, and volleyball.
0: Let me tell you, they're doing a lot more than I'm doing lately. (laughs) I'm (laughs) kidding. You know, I actually love sports.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful to give them that that kind of a wide array of choices um, that they can choose from.
0: Oh, I think that's fantastic. And so what kind of training goes in to prepare for this? Because, I mean, I know I had to study last year at an institute in Florida. I think I mentioned that to you yesterday. You know, what mm-hmm. goes into the training for, you know, uh, with a professional athlete, what they do behind the scenes to prepare before they get on the field. And so what mm-hmm. about your athletes? What kind of a rigorous well, training program do they go
1: through? You know, we, we have uh, standards in place. We want to make sure that the athletes get the most out of their um, programming here with Special Olympics. You know, we we don't just pull any Joe Schmoe off the street to come in and, you know, go go bowl with one of our athletes. Our coaches are certified in their sports. Our coaches also find – the certified coaches also find assistant coaches. They have to know that game. They have to know the rules. And we want our athletes to make sure, of course, that they are getting uh, top-notch coaching. So, you know, they know how to play the game, but they also – um, are able to really learn, and at some point these athletes can also become coaches. Uh, we have a lot of states in the United States that are now offering the athletes as coaches program so again it 's a training for life. you know these athletes are not only just going out and bowling a game a year or running that track every summer um, they 've got twelve sports to choose from, and it it really is a way of life so our athletes are um they obviously select um, the sports they want to compete in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they they train for Um, you know, a couple months, of course, in that – well, they might train all year round, but they have to train a couple months leading up to that sports season, whether it's the summer season or the fall season. Right. And certainly, um, depending on how they do at the regional-level competitions, they have local and regional-level competitions, depending on how they do, they then um, beautifully can uh, make it to our championship games, which we have the summer and the fall season championship games. And the exciting part is it doesn't stop there. We also have national games. Our next national games are taking place in New Jersey in 2014. Oh, and, uh, it's my we home also have a world game. Where I grew up so in New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah where so are the games? I'm just curious. I was just there. Um, you know, to be honest, I can't even quote what cities yet. Yeah, they're that's okay. are still unveiling, I think, where a lot of it's taking place. But um, New Jersey is kind enough to step up, and it's a huge, huge venture, millions and millions of dollars, to hold this event to host, you know, United States athletes from all over the country. Um, and then, as I was saying, then there's the World Games opportunity. Uh, Special Olympics is truly a global movement. Um, I think people forget that, you know, we might have 30, 40, 50 athletes in our local community, but what about the two or 300 in this region of Southern California? What about the total of 11,000 in Southern California overall? Or what about the... Um, three-and-a-half to four million that we have around the world. So oh, it, it truly is a global movement.
0: Yes. And where do you drive most of your money from?
1: Well, of course, as we're talking about the games side of our mission right now, we have a fundraising side. And uh, the fundraising side is where we can have a lot of creativity in how we want to raise funds for Special Olympics. Um, one really exciting piece I do want to bring up to listeners is um, we do have a, an annual Dream House raffle that Special Olympics Southern California holds. Oh, that's an annual
0: uh, thing. I thought that was just this year.
1: It is an annual thing with our third annual one this year. Um, I think organizations such as Special Olympics really, again, are trying to look for creative ways to raise funds for our athletes. And this house raffle, um, we only have a couple more weeks, actually one more week, um, that people can buy a $150 raffle ticket. Kind of sounds like a lot of money, but it's a $2 million Hollywood Hills home for a simple 150 Hey, Dick. Dick and I are looking
0: at each other. We're, we're we're just about to sign up. My God. Yeah,
1: it's a beautiful home, and, you know, there's a lot of cash prizes, $1,000 up to $15,000. There's a, a car, a Toyota Prius being given away. Um, lots of cash prizes along with that home. If you decide not to take the home, you know, Kristen, if your name gets drawn and you don't want that home, you can take a $1.5 million cash payout.
0: Trust so, me, I'd move in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a very exciting venture but you know this is one of many uh fundraisers that we are doing but we encourage people to, to grab this raffle ticket you got one more week you can jump on dot com. that's s-o-c-a-l raffle.com
0: that is fantastic
1: um yeah so that's, that's a hollywood one example home in the
0: hills i mean you must have one great development team
1: Wow, we it's it's a fun it's a fun venture, mm-hmm. and you know if we're not throwing people in the ocean for our polar plunges in February, or if we're not having people rappel off the side of tall buildings for our over the edge event in October, then we're selling Dreamhouse raffle tickets. So we look for a lot of creative ways to raise money for our athletes.
0: Oh my God, that's incredible! Now, where was your favorite place that you traveled to with Special Olympics?
1: Oh, you know, it's tough to say favorite because of the fact that the Special Olympics athletes are so inspiring. I don't think it matters where you're at. Mm -hmm. I have to say, Kristen, it's very funny to think that uh, Idaho hosted the 2009 World Winter Games, but then we also had Japan who hosted the 2005 World Winter Games. Right. I don't think it matters if you're in Idaho or Japan. The athletes. Are in a new venture. It's like a big vacation for them. They're they're meeting lots of other athletes from all over the world. They're meeting new coaches. They're making new friends. They're exchanging phone numbers. It doesn't matter where you're at: Idaho, Japan, China, Ireland. Um, it, it really is all in the same. Um, it, it's it's amazing.
0: It's <laughs> fantastic. And you told me yesterday that you
1: have some people who are blind who also compete. We do. You know, we have athletes, and and, and the point I'd love to make is, you know, we do have athletes that have. Um, visual impairments, hearing impairments, mm-hmm. we have athletes who maybe are missing an arm, they're maybe missing a leg mm-hmm. they're in a wheelchair, they're not in a wheelchair, some have cerebral palsy some I mean Down syndrome, we have uh, autism uh, athletes they certainly um come in all shapes, forms all levels of abilities, but we really we again, we serve athletes with intellectual disabilities, so um, I think it's easy for people to sometimes get confused on what is a Special Olympics athlete, but. Right. Um, you know, we serve athletes of all different ability levels, and what I love about Special Olympics is we division our athletes before their races so that when they are competing, they are competing against athletes who are at the same ability level that they are at. Um, it gives them, I guess, the, the best test for that gold medal um, to know that they compete with athletes who are at the same level that they are.
0: That's terrific. And, and so what's the difference then with the Paralympics and then the Special Olympics? The Paralympics um, are for people
1: physical disabilities so all physical and
0: yours is intellectual
1: exactly right exactly right. The physical versus the intellectual right and do you have any equestrian competition you know a lot of states do a lot of states do we do not currently have that at special olympics southern california but there are 30 uh, i believe more than 30 sports offered globally with Special Olympics, and equestrian is certainly one of those sports. There, I know the therapeutic um, equestrian has been a, um, a very hot topic with Special Olympics. A lot of our athletes take part in it, even though equestrian is not one of our official Special Olympics sports at this time.
0: Right. I'm a rider, so that's why I asked. Oh, there
1: we go. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it's a great sport, you know, and I still do it uh, even with my vision, so I'm very fortunate that way.
1: Wonderful. Yeah.
0: So this dream raffle, that's so exciting. Let's tell people again how to go to the website, and they can yes. donate or buy a ticket.
1: Yes, SoCalRaffle dot com. Again, it's S O C A L is and Larry Raffle dot com. Great. And uh, again, it's you only got one week left. It's one hundred and fifty dollars for a ticket. Um, lots of cash prizes, a uh, car giveaway, vacation giveaways, and then again, if you are the lucky one to get drawn for that two million dollar Hollywood Hills home, um, you can take the home or you can decide to take the one point five million dollar cash payout. And uh, all this money, of course, goes to supporting our Special Olympics Southern California athletes. Uh, You know, we have a lot of costs associated with all the competitions. We have more than 100 competitions that we hold in a year for the 12 sports that we offer. And uh, there's nothing better than just giving athletes more opportunities um, that they may not be able to get if it wasn't for Special Olympics. So that's the money that that, um, we need to be able to make that happen.
0: Absolutely. And how much is it to buy a ticket to go to the event on the 8th and and the 9th?
1: Great question. No charge. Oh, uh, we, that's beautiful. People. It's it's free, open to the public. Uh, June 9th and 10th in Long Beach at the Cal State University. If you want to come watch Sportsmanship at its best, that is the event to be at. Uh, again, you're going to witness our six summer sports uh, being played. We have a beautiful um, uh, expo park area where the athletes can go when they're not competing to enjoy fun and games and prizes and kind of relax a little bit in between competitions. We have a great staging area where we have entertainers come in. It really is just like the Olympics. Oh, um, it sounds fantastic. We're super excited with the London Olympics coming up soon. You know, we're we're super excited to not only hold our summer games June 9th and 10th in Long Beach, but I'll tell you, everybody listening needs to gear up for 2015 because Los Angeles is hosting the next world games. Um, uh, at that point, the World Summer Games and seven thousand athletes from all over the world will be visiting LA.
0: How exciting! And you also said the um, the number three million is that encompass the the global number of number
1: of people who are involved in? We actually have nearly four million athletes around the globe
0: Incredible. in our
1: that are in Special Olympics, and it's it's obviously growing every day. It's growing yeah. every single day, and to know that we're going to have 7,000 of them coming to L.A. in 2015 for the World Summer Games. It'll be in L.A., it'll be in Long Beach, other surrounding areas. Um, it's just a super exciting venture, and we're going to need, you know, I, I believe it's like 8,000 volunteers we're going to need for this event. So, you know, we really, uh, uh, you know, people should mark mark their calendars for July of 2015. There's a lot of information to be coming out. The website's going to be coming out here soon. Um, it, it's just an incredible venture to open the doors of L.A. to the entire world and really show them not only uh, the wonderful host state that we can be, but truly spread the Special Olympics global movement uh, and what we can do for, for those with intellectual disabilities.
0: Oh, I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's just incredible. You know, my mother mentioned to me yesterday, she said, ask Kelly if you have any problems with anorexia, because she was hearing on the news that they have such a terrible problem with these athletes that they're so thin. You know, that, that, uh, Oh. do you have anything like that or they're, they're, uh, on a different wavelength?
1: You know, no, it's a different wavelength and, and not to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, for you to bring that up, it's interesting to note that we also, and again, this is why I believe that Special Olympics is, is like a training for life model because we also offer Special Olympics Healthy Athletes Initiative. And we have we have medical professionals, everything from optometrists, ophthalmologists, opticians, dentists, audiologists, dietitians, nutritionists, all over the world. These professionals are offering um, basically, uh, you know, medical assistance at all of our I shouldn't say all of our events, but a lot of the championship level events in all of our states. They're giving they're giving medicals. They're doing um, And they're advising them on how to eat and how to train, and that's fantastic. They're actually holding tests. They're testing their hearing. They're actually, even, Kristen, to to your um, um, knowledge, uh, what you're going through, we do eye tests. Um, I will never forget watching an athlete leave our healthy athlete's tent um, at a Special Olympics event in Wisconsin, and he left. They ground him glasses right on site, and he had Coke bottle glasses. No wonder the poor athlete had a hard time kicking the soccer ball. He couldn't see. But a lot of our athletes don't have the. Um, access to health care. So for us to be able to hold a Healthy Athletes Initiative and be able to offer these athletes hearing tests, eye tests, dental and tooth exams, feet exams, nutritional exams, and have them leave our event, not only expanding their, their skills in sports, but also actually Feeling healthier, being healthier, and being able to play the sport better—it's really Oh, I think that's
0: just incredible because the nutrition and all that—you know—the balancing mind, body, and spirit yes. prior to yes. any sort of competition like that is so vital. And like you said, you're providing education, and some of these these people go on to be coaches and trainers themselves. So you also provide work, which is really yes. a win-win for everyone. Yeah, it is. terrific. It, it truly
1: is training for life, and we're very excited to. Yeah. Uh, well, to I really wish you all the success. <laughs>
0: You know, the time has just flown by. That's how it always happens when you have a great guest. So (laughs) I wanted to wrap it up by giving them your website one more time. And the dates, this is uh, 2012, June 8th and 9th, coming up for the Special Olympics.
1: Actually,
0: June 9th and 10th. 9th and 10th, forgive me. Yes. So go for it. Tell them your website. Basically,
1: make sure to visit SOSC.org. That's Special Olympics Southern California, SOSC.org. And you'll find all the information about what we do. You'll see a link on that website for the DreamHouse raffle. Uh, you'll see all the fun fundraising events we have coming up as well. Any way you want to help support, uh, we'd love to have you on board, especially as we near the World Games in 2015.
0: Uh, it's very exciting. And somebody wins. Somebody will get that house. Just That's right. really terrific. Yeah. Well, Kelly, it's been a pleasure. I thank you so much for taking the time out to do this interview. And, and it's such great, valuable information and so inspiring to so many people and we wish you all the best with the, with the competition coming up this summer. Well, thank
1: you so much for having me, Kristen. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. Have a wonderful day. For those of you listening, this is Kristen McDonald with Second Vision. And my guest today is Kelly Cloping, Assistant Vice President of Southern California Chapter for Special Olympics. And I don't know about you, but I am certainly inspired after this interview to think of all those wonderful athletes with intellectual challenges out there competing. So just know that you can do anything if you try. Have a blessed day. I'm Kristen McDonald.